Hi there, and welcome to Everyday Expression. We know there's a lot going on in the world right now, but this past Sunday on Palm Sunday, Pastor Kevin spoke a message called Be Open, and we received communion together. So wherever you are in the world right now, we want to encourage you, join in with us today. Join in communion. If you have the elements, whatever they might look like, join in with us today as we talk about Be Opened. Guys, there's some good things that are happening right now in the middle of all of this, I got to tell you. Um, I know we're uh, trying to figure out how service is going to go. We want to welcome you guys to thanks for tuning in over the next little bit. We're going to, uh, I'm going to bring a, a kind of a brief uh, message and uh, then we're going to receive communion together. So if that would be uh, something you want to participate in here, run and get you uh, a cracker or a piece of bread or some sort of anything, Dorito, whatever you want to use, um, or in a little bit of water, juice, a coffee, milk, tea, whatever. You know, we're not here today to get religious. We're here today to let these, be a, these elements be a symbolize, uh, a symbolism of um, the body and the blood. That's what this is all about today. So if you have a trouble with that and it's not what you typically do, by all means, follow your convictions. And if you uh, feel like that I just can't, I have to be in a church service to do that and I have to have wafers and juice, you know, you follow your own convictions. We're just going to invite you to do it because we're going to do that here in just a few moments. So I uh, just want to encourage you to, um, to participate, if you will, and can. And I'll lead you a little bit in a, in a way that maybe you haven't heard before. Those of us that are accustomed to our service here um, and the way we receive communion, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, I do want to mention to you that a couple things that are, are really right on the horizon here. It is Palm Sunday, and uh, it is the, the day that we celebrate, and it's... It's bittersweet. We're thankful to be able to come to you in your home uh, and be able to do this today uh, as a group, as a family, while you're, you're seated at home or if you're perhaps in your workplace or home office, however you're, being, you're working. And I know some of you are first responders and people that are working out right now in the hospital, healthcare professionals, some of you all are working today. And if you get a little bit of break, you get a chance to catch some of this. So um, I just want to you know, encourage you that thank God we're able to do this and come through stream and come through Facebook Live and the app. Um, if you're watching right now by Facebook Live, um, one thing we're going we're gonna to need to do, we're all learning and being educated on the utilization of technology. And um, one of the things that the church has always been accustomed to is... Um, I say this a lot is that because we're so, we've been the, the seeker sensitive movement happened you know several years ago and people became you know trying to please people and get them in the door and you know that kind of thing um, not against how all that works because there's an element of sensibility you have to have uh, you got to be sensitive to people um, but sometimes we create a consumer mindset where everybody is just uh, what can I get for myself? And the kingdom of God and the body of Christ was never intended for be, to be consumer only. Yes, you do receive, uh, but your receiving is only because you're able to give. And um, so today, while you're watching on internet, I want to encourage you to give today. I'm not talking about just money. We've already received the offering. And many of you participate on that online or mail. I'm talking about give. You're receiving right now from the church, and you're receiving from the, the Lord. We're praying it's a blessing to you. Um, there's a button, if you're watching by Facebook Live, called the share button on your right-hand corner. It is a time for you to give. Give what you're watching away and share that on your page, on your uh, news feed. So if you would go ahead and hit share, and we want to be conditioned 
to where you're giving this away, you're receiving it freely, then you give it away freely. So share it to all your friends and uh, any, any type of connection that you might have. Uh, not trying to build an audience. All we're really basically doing is trying to, in concert with you, uh, to, to communicate this together. You can't be here today with us, uh, but you certainly can be a vehicle that God can use uh, as we try to bless others and bless you. You can be a blessing to others. So hit that share button and, uh, and go from there. As I was mentioning, it's um, the, you know, the, the week of Palm Sunday when Jesus was coming into town. You can't be here with us. We're able to be here with you. It's bittersweet because typically this would be a, a time where we would all come together and receive communion uh, elements together and um, celebrate uh, Palm Sunday. Uh, but today we're going to do it just a little bit differently. I, uh, I do have a, a message for you before we receive it. And um, it's, it's in Mark chapter 7. And I'm, I'm going to try to pull this up real quick if I can. And hopefully this will be a blessing to you. Um, I do want to mention also to you while you're pulling Mark chapter 7 up. Uh, Mark, se Mark 7... Let me see if I can just find the right verse that I'm looking for. I think it's all the way down to, uh, yes, and Mark 7:31, and I'll go all the way probably to the end of the chapter, Mark 7:31. I have a screen that's in the back, so if you see me looking up, not past the camera, by your, past your face, it's in the back for me, so I can just look directly up uh, for that scripture, but I'll be pulling that at Mark 7:31 in just a minute. But I want to mention something to you. Stephanie's going to be tonight. Um, many people are doing this, but I, I feel like that we could be a blessing. Stephanie, tonight at 8.30, right here, uh, for, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes, or whatever it might take, uh, is going to come to your house uh, tonight through internet, and she's going to come here with her guitar, her piano, whatever she's going to do, and she's going to sing some songs. She's just going to minister the, 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 in worship. Some of these songs are going to be older songs. Some are going to be fresh. Some are going to be sung songs you've probably heard, haven't heard for a while, and uh, we're just going to turn her loose and let her be her and uh, that's at 8.30 tonight live, so we want to encourage you to kind of tune in at 8.30 this evening and let her just bless you. Uh, in the midst of a hysterical society right now, and things continue to, to kind of feel a little bit full of hysteria, uh, we need the psalms, psalmists and the minstrels to play and sing as much as we possibly can to calm. Do you remember when De uh, Saul was really tormented by evil spirits and just constantly going through struggles, and David would come and play the harp, and when David would play and, and minister to the Lord for Saul, uh, the evil spirits would calm, be, be gone, and, and Saul would become calm. And uh, we feel like that that spirit of worship and uh, just letting people be who they are, we're not trying to put on a show, it's not a concert, not, none of that kind of thing, it's basically just letting people be who they are and, um, and sing and worship. And while she's going to be doing that, we're hoping you'll tune in and then let it just be a soothing time for you uh, to be uh, basking in the presence of the Lord, not putting on anything, just being herself. And they're going to capture here tonight and let it come right into your living room or your house. So be in prayer about that. It's at 8.30 tonight. We want you to tune in, and I think it'll be a blessing uh, to you. So, uh, Mark chapter 7, verse 31. Let's read this real quickly. Jesus left Tyre and went to, up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee and the region of the ten towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay hands on him and lay hands on the man to heal him. Jesus told, led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers into this man's ears, then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking 
up to heaven, he sighed and said, now look at this word, this is something you just don't hear every day, Ephatha, Ephatha, and Ephatha, Ephatha, there it is, Ephatha. I'm not trying to be a Greek scholar here, I'm just telling you, it's just not something you see and hear every day, but it is in your Bible. It's in your, the red letters, it's in uh, the book of Mark, it's in all kinds of translations, King James, New King James, and this is New Living that we're reading from here this morning, and it says Ephatha, which means be opened. Now watch this. Instantly the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Look at this. Jesus told the crowd, don't tell anybody. Jesus wasn't trying to draw a crowd. He already had a crowd. Jesus knew that if, he told, if everyone was going to tell everybody, things were going to go a different direction. But the more, listen to this, the more he told them not to tell, the more they spread the good news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and give speech to those who cannot speak. Now listen, when Jesus was coming, Easter, we're going to be celebrating it next week. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more throughout the week and let you know what we're going to be doing here. It's going to be different. Uh, we're going to put our heads together this week, and, um, and I think we're going to come up with something, and I already kind of have an idea of what we can do that's going to be really exciting, and uh, it's going to involve you. It's going to involve the celebration. We're not going to be uh, muzzled at Easter just because uh, all the things that are going on. We're going to use wisdom, but we're not going to be muzzled. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a peak of what that's going to look like as the next few days will come along. But what I'm saying to you is this week is the Good Friday, or the uh, Palm Sunday, as Jesus was coming into town, riding into town, Jesus kind of knew what was going on. He knew his, uh, his, his crucifixion was coming the following week. He knew he's, the reason that he was born and came into this world was now coming into fruition. So you had all types of people that were there. You had the people that were skeptical. You had the people that were wondering, great, this is a, an incredible experience that we believe he's the one. And then you had people that were hopeful. Then you had people that were needing something from the Lord. He had people all around him, and he had already demonstrated for three and a half years just how powerful a message that he had and what he was doing. But this prophetic verse and chapter here and, and story, I have to hear, zero in on it for just a moment. This is a prophetic picture, I believe, where we have been as people for a, a long while and continue in the midst of this crisis that we're in. I, I know that God is in the midst of all of this. I know that God didn't bring this on us, but I know God's going to use it. I've heard some great prophetic things uh, even this past week that were telling me you know, that, that, that the Lord is uh, going to be moving, and you can expect it here very quickly in the next week or two, things to start lifting and changing. And these are people that I have trust and confidence in, and you, you would too if you knew who they were. Uh, just a lot of good things that are happening in the midst of this. There's a, a lot of transition and change. Well, this was the same thing that was happening here. Jesus was called to go to a city. And when he went to that city, he was right with a person that was, could not hear, was deaf, and, and could not speak. The tongue was tied up. The ear could not hear. Now, if a person can't hear and a person cannot hear, speak, then their, their, their ability to communicate is only by demonstration, only by, the, by sign language and those type of things, or people that know facial reactions and countenances and those type of things. It's very, you can't, you can't communicate. Communication is difficult. Well, when Jesus walks into the town, Jesus sees this person, this man, and Jesus is going to free this person. He's going to loose this up, the tongue, and, and open the ears. When he says, Ephatha, 
be opened, something happened. When it happened, it re, re, the reality of a closed ear and a, a tied up tongue was loosed. Can I speak to you this morning? I'm gonna say it to you, Ephatha. I'm not trying to be Greek, I'm not trying to be scholarly. I'm just trying to be opened. I'm telling you the things in your ear that you have not heard, the things that God has been trying to speak to you and tell you, but for whatever reason, we're not able to hear it. I, I want you to know I'm speaking directly into you. Your eyes or your ears will be open. You'll be able to hear in a clarity that you've never heard before. Ephatha, be opened. I want your ears to hear what God is saying to you for your family, for your life, for your business, for your job, for your, for your, for your future, for your, for your health, for every aspect of your life, I want it to be open to you. Jesus speak, spoke directly into that. When he, when he spoke directly to him for his ears to be open, he also loosened the string of his tongue. Do you know that Jesus is still in the business of loosening the string of your tongue? Because if you can hear, you can speak. If you can hear clearly, you can speak clearly. Stay right here because we'll be right back with more Everyday Expression. We hope that today's ministry has been a blessing to you so far. I speak on behalf of Pastor Kevin West and Expression Church when I say it's an honor and a privilege to get to minister all across the world. The only way that we can reach the world is through people helping financially sowing into the ministry. People just like yourself who have been blessed and are truly feeding from this ministry. So if you feel like that's you today and you'd like to join in and begin to sow so that the message of the kingdom of God can spread into all areas of the nations, I encourage you today, visit expchurch.org, click on the word give, or you can also text give by sending a message to the number 84321 and the text giving amount. We hope again that you have been blessed by this ministry and that you will experience the expression of Jesus Christ in your everyday real life. We're back with Pastor Kevin West and Everyday Expression right here from Expression Church of Huntington. Jesus told all the people there, look, don't go tell anybody about this because he'd already had a crowd because people had followed him. If you read the, the previous verses in this chapter, he had developed a crowd because Jesus went about doing incredible things. He loosed the ears, or the, the opened the ears and loosed the tongue of a man because he looked at the guy and he said, King James says, he says, open, open. And when it opened, everything in this man's world changed. Do you know that the Lord is wanting to open some things up for you? I know if we feel closed up and condensed and reduced and, and restricted right now, but I'm telling you, in the midst of all of this restriction, the Lord's wanting to open up some things for you, opening up some things in a major, 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 major way. He wants your home full of peace and full of joy. He wants your business, your, 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 your career, even if you're retired, he wants you to be a blessing to other people. He wants you to hear from them, hear from him, and then to begin to speak it forth into their life. The message that we hear right now across the country kind of brings some doom and gloom. It brings some, and I'm not neglecting the numbers are, are real. I'm just saying that there, our faith has got to become even more real. The faith that we carry, the, the relationship that we have with God is even greater than we could ever possibly imagine. So let me tell you something this morning. I want you to grab as I just dropped mine, I want you to grab your communion elements. I'll give you a moment to grab them. 
And we're going to receive communion together. And I want to tell you kind of how this works. You know, one of the things that the Lord did um, was he went around when he was the three and a half years he's with the disciples. He went around constantly just showing them things that they thought they knew. And sometimes their mind was confused because it didn't make sense to them. And, and, and then later on, as life walked out, it did become more sensible, and they started understanding. But I, I, got, I got to tell you that, and the Lord's good. I, I know sometimes we face disappointments, and we face some hurdles and some struggles. Sometimes we, we experience some losses that we really can't put our fingers on, and we not explain it. But man, the Lord is good. I've never in all my life seen the goodness of the Lord like I see the Lord good today. I, I, I drive around this property. I talk to people. I call people on the phone. I hear the text messages coming back and, 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 and I, the people that I'm in communication with and relationship with. I'm just thinking to myself, God, you are so faithful and you're so, you're, you're, you're merciful and you're good. I feel a heart of gratitude today as well as I know most of us around here, the handful that are here this morning that's making this broadcast live to you are feeling the same thing. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be at the upper room in that table when Jesus was walking in and the disciples were all gathered together there and it was Peter and James and John and all the way down to Judas. Even Judas sat at the table. And Jesus as he was sitting there knowing he was going to be betrayed and knowing it was going to be the way it was and knowing what had to happen and that betrayal was necessary, Jesus looks at the disciples and he takes the bread. He gets the bread and looks at it. And he, he breaks the bread. And if you would, I want to ask, take you, if you don't mind, to get your wafer, your bread, your cracker, or whatever you're doing at home. We're going to take this all together. And I'm going to bless it and pray for it at the end. But Jesus took the bread and he broke the bread and he blessed the bread and he gave thanks to it. And as he was giving thanks to it, to the Father, he gives it to the disciples and he begins to minister to the disciples and give them that bread. And he said, this bread is the, my body. It's broken for you. It's torn apart. Shred unrecognizable. Now this hadn't even happened that yet, that night. It hadn't happened yet. But Jesus was foretelling of some difficult days ahead for them. And he looked at that bread and he said, I, I broke this bread and this bread is for you. This is my body. And he told him, he said, eat of this bread, eat of this bread and partake of my body because the promises that I've told you for the last three and a half years of your healing, because the stripes are gonna be on my back. The bruise that I will have to carry will be for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace will be upon me. The stripes the, from healing, from the crown of thorns that will break the poverty. I did this all for you. I want to go to the cross for you. and I'm going to have my body broken. But it's going to be for you. Later in Corinthians, when Paul was talking to the church of Corinth, and he said, 
when you take communion or receive communion, you do this as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of, of Jesus. Jesus broke the body. And I'm going to tell you right now, as we break the body, break it, and I want you to partake of it. And I want you to know, I, I just heard this in my spirit. I know what some of you are thinking that, gosh, I'm not qualified to take this communion or receive this communion. Listen, you're qualified because Jesus made you qualified. You receive this communion because you need it. Nobody receives communion because they have it all together. We receive the communion because we need a savior. And we're receiving this because we're, we're broken in so many ways. You receive this and partake of this and you do it. And you do it with a clean conscience and a fresh mind and a thankful heart. So break the bread and partake of it and put it in your mouth and eat it, digest it. Let it go down to the part of you. It, this is a symbol, but you're gonna eat of his body that was broken to put your life and your body back together. And as they took the bread, ate of the bread, still not completely understanding and comprehending what was really happening. Jesus then took the cup. He said, in this cup that I'm going to talk about next Sunday, in this cup is the blood in the New Testament. And the New Testament is in the blood. He said, I've come to usher in something and bring something to introduce something to you that's never been on the earth before. It was a mystery for 4,000 years, but I come to make the mystery known. I've come to cleanse you of all your unrighteousness and all your filthiness and all your stain and your blemishes, your shame, your guilt, your condemnation. And because of this blood that I'm shedding for you, you'll see it, guys. You'll see me shed this blood. And when I shed this blood for you, I want you to know that I am washing you white as snow. Clean, fresh. You don't deserve it, but I'm doing it anyway. You didn't know how to fix it for yourself, but I'm gonna fix it for you anyway. You didn't know where to go, but I'm coming to you anyway. So here's the blood, drink of the cup, and be cleansed of all unrighteousness. So drink of your elements at home. Now for just a moment, right where you are, you have, can you sing a song? Steph's gonna sing a song for us, and just for the next moment or two, I want you to allow yourself to just feel and sense the goodness of the Lord. Fifteen years ago today, she gave her only child away to live a life easy to regret. Years gone by, how time has flown. Her days are mostly spent alone, daring to remember 
and hoping to forget this is my body broken just for you for all you've been and all you've been This is my blood And while you've reached the end I offer you again The body and blood fought a war against his will truth be told he's fighting still he looks for hope through narrow bloodshot eyes he slips into a polished pew and lingers for an hour or two sometimes it just feels better to sit and cry a while this is my body broken just for you for all you've been and all you've been through this is my blood asking, Lord, that you will move on the hearts of your people. You give them a rest, not just a physical rest that we're all trying to experience through these days of shut-ins and lock-ins. I'm talking about a rest in their spirit and their soul. A rest and a confidence of knowing that you're working behind the scenes even when we can't see you in the front. That you're moving a plan together and accelerating things in our life that are going to be even in a greater measure than our mind can even understand. I'm asking, Lord, for those that are feeling depression and anxiety and pressures of life, 
I'm asking, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, right now, I release into their homes a peace, a peace that passes all understanding, the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ that penetrates the hearts of man. I release peace. I release healing. I release their eyes, their ears, and their mouths to be opened, to hear, see, and speak the vision, the dream, the direction, the unction, the power, the plan, the vision that you have for them. Let a confidence begin to rise up in your people, Lord. Let a boldness and a courage rise up in your people. Let a Caleb and a Joshua spirit rise up in your people. Let the voice be known and the voice be heard clearly and direction to follow that voice. We bless you. We thank you, Lord, for today being the day that we celebrate Palm Sunday, the day of Hosanna, the day that you came riding into town to fulfill and accomplish your mission with us on your mind. We bless you and we bless your people in Jesus' name. And everybody said, watching on my way of internet, amen, amen, and amen. We'll see you guys. We're so glad that you joined us today right here on Everyday Expression. Remember to visit us online at expchurch.org and kevinwest.org. We'd love the opportunity to get to share some resources with you to help you experience Christ in your everyday real life.